Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. what I'm going to talk about because I don't okay well that's right that's thanks for thanks do you know what I'm going to talk about yeah you can turn that off maybe because hello Jesus Gesù, Gesù Maria, Gesù Maria. Daniel, you're not too hard. Oh Christ Almighty, that's a debolicking question. Well, you always tell people to take off their no, clothes. No, because it's like it, like he's a man and he should know whether how he can regulate his body temperature. Don't put stuff on there because it's going to make. That's there. You go. I'm so sorry. Oh, you've got your InstaFuck t-shirt, look. Oh, yeah. I have to ask people if they like the design. Yeah, go on. And uh, if they ever would like to wear something similar. <laughs> put, put the microphone out of the way so they can oh, see. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the full. Go on. Look, put your chest out. Put your tiny boobs out. <laughs> InstaFuck Members Club. In here, and that's... It's quite cool, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Did, oh, did Jack design that? Yeah, there was uh, Jack, yeah. And there are two stars on each side. <laughs> <laughs> X marks the spot. You didn't even notice what I said. Two there stars. Two stars on oh, each side. Oh, there are two stars on your, on your boobs. Remember when you were pregnant, you had massive gajum I, I, what? Hello, <laughs> David. Well, Children when you, when you were, are around. They, what they should give us. That's 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 okay information for a child to know. Should didn't they didn't you breastfeed them for Christ's sake? Why is is it a problem for them to know that your mom's bo- boobs were big when they were born? Hello, that's what is normal, and that's how we live. David, were you breastfed? Oh God, can you just stop pretending that you're a Victorian? character okay i just want to say that oh God. this is really important mm, jesus because it sets you for life what does breastfeeding of course it does because you have colostrum when you're first born and it's exactly yeah. and also you feel safe secure the warmth of the boob were you breastfed david yes i was apparently no, for six you months weren't. i was that's what my mother told me six months yeah that's a lie well, uh, do you know, uh, did you have a chat with my mother about it? My no, mother? but I, I don't think it's true. So H- what H- Hannah, was was David breastfed? Well, your mom said you were not. She, t- <laughs> she told me I was. She told me I was. For how long? Six months. Okay. Uh, it's better believed to be breastfed because you've got all the foundation you need <laughs> for the rest of your life. You're such a jerk. You're such a Polish death march. 
I just think this is verbal abuse. Hannah, so my mother told me I was breastfed, but okay. she told you another story, did she? Yeah. What did she say? Well, she just spit it out, Hannah. Just say what you I have to say. I don't remember exactly. Oh, you don't? Was, was this one of the first conversations you had, or was it? Um, like, like how for, how far into the relationship with Granny did you start talking uh, about breastfeeding? You know, like, I know her like for how many years? When is okay? Were you were you breastfed? Yes, apparently. How long? I haven't seen it. I don't know. But definitely oh I was you, you know, Hannah, would you just be normal and calm down and just speak normally? We're not talking, there's no, you know, we're not interrogating what? each other. I'm trying to catch each other out. We're you just talking about being breastfed. Me. What about the... Uh, How long was Jack breastfed for? Thank you. Oh, Jack was breastfed for eight months. Fantastic. <laughs> what about Daniel? Um, maybe seven and a half. No. Around eight. <laughs> yeah, it was so lovely, wasn't it? And they're going... Yeah. Although I would not condemn any woman who chooses not to breastfeed. Oh, who cares? Condemn them. No. Chest feeders, you are condemned. What? And by the way, what, how, what would be the reason you would condemn someone for breastfeeding, which is the totally natural thing to do? Yeah, no, who didn't? Because, you know, some, some people get really passionate and about yeah. the subject and, it's you know, the, it's the mothers who breastfeed their babies till till the baby is kind of going ha hey hey give me the boob yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and open you know unbutton the shirt and oh, I've got no problem with, with tits on display I think it's fantastic hey just could you save some for me cornflakes love get over here <laughs> 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 oh, I'm so lonely Oh, let's introduce the show, Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to And That's Why We're Not Together, starring David McSavage and Hannah Andrews. And uh, please welcome my two princes. This kingdom will be yours eventually. Young Jack and young Daniel. Okay, so the big news I was in London, I did loads of gigs, top secret. One day I did six gigs in a row, working, working, working. I have become match fit. I am now, boom, even though last night's show in Bantry. Well, we can talk about that. So, I, so you know, I made, what, I made about 16, 17, 18. I mean, I don't necessarily go over there for money, but listen, 1,800 quid is not to be sniffed at. But, so I decided to, I got a bit obsessed with raw denim and selvage jeans. Raw denim means that the jeans and the fabric has not been processed in any way. It's just exactly as it was meant to be. Most people buy jeans and they've been worn out, washed out, whatever, or, you know, they're giving the impression that they have got, you know, whereas the raw jeans, you tell the own, your own story with the denim. <laughs> to people who are into that, they get exactly what I'm talking about. The vast majority of people are going, yeah, fucking <laughs> right? That's okay. So I went to a place called Rivet and Hyde in London. <laughs> I bought a pair of jeans, Momotaros. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I bought a lovely, you know, cotton long sleeve T-shirt. <clears throat> and then I went to a place called Son of a Stag in, uh, you know, and I bought another pair of jeans for two, 299 pounds. And, and, I, bought a, and I bought it and I bought it and I bought it and I bought another uh, shirt for two, <laughs> 250 pounds. Can you show the shirt? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I told Hannah this and well, when, when she collected me from the airport. You saw it, blah, blah, blah. That's you said true. you're going to buy a house. How, can, how are you going to buy a house? How are you going to buy a house? Tell me, tell me. How are you going to? How are you going to? Spending all your money. Did you make any money in London? Did you make any money in London? You're 57. You're running out of time. <laughs> like, uh, in the sense of getting a mortgage, you so definitely what, do run so, out of And this time. was, and you know, and uh, read me but the right act. So whatever joy I had with these purchases... Just over the span of half an hour, all joy was gone. It was extinguished. I have not un unpacked any of these jeans. I just put them in the corner. I don't can't look at them. You know. You know what I mean. Anyway, so. But if just just think about okay, it. Okay, there. That, that's 
hundred pounds. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Okay. Oh, open it up. It feels great. The fabric. Okay. Is that raw? No, no. It's just that's just cotton. Oh yeah, it's been so processed. This is, this is oh, full is it... count uh, denim shirt, and because it's like apparently Japanese, you know, normally I would wear XL. This is X X X X large, four X's. Yeah, because Japanese people are really so. Look, short. so that's that. That was two hundred and fifty pounds. And is that salvage? No, it's not. Is it raw? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, so what's the special about? Well, do you this? want to look at it? Uh, okay, it's got like. Uh, yeah, it's a classic a shirt. £250, Hannah. Yeah, I think you have to wear a tag. That's what you like doing anyway. Okay. Uh, these, are, these, were, these were the most expensive uh, jeans. These were two... Look, see how much they were. Oh, my God. And they're heavy. And Go they're on. like raw. No, so I don't really think they're raw. Rub, uh, they're not raw? No, they're salvaged, though. Salvage. What does, what does this What's mean? What's that? What just fell down? I just bought... bought Oh. Yeah, you have to talk into the, so You have to talk into the microphone. I'm just wondering, what size are you? They're that, enormous. That, no, no, that's just David's old jeans, and he's lost weight now, so it's, it's very okay. Yeah, because I can think... can you see the price of those ones? They look enormous. So show, show the price of those ones. Okay, they 100% cotton, indigo blue, size 35. Hannah, <laughs> Japan, go on. 35. Oh my God. Uh, Two hundred ninety-nine pounds. So uh, can we do the bidding? Uh, Two hundred ninety-nine pounds. And the, these are more? these are a pair of Momotaros. <laughs> these are two hundred and twenty pounds. Okay. And are you gonna? Uh, oh, no, I'm not gonna wear them. them no. And, uh, no. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna. Them. I'm gonna try and sell them again. You're I can't. Gonna... But anyway, so my advice to you is, if you if you're in a relationship, these are thirty-six. If you're Are Japanese, you growing like by just okay. Let, let me tell you here. The, here the thing is, up until this point, I have not worn raw, untreated, or salvaged jeans. Right? Yes, you did. There's no, okay. You had one pair. Well, I don't know where they are. Where are they? Listen. All I'm trying to say is, look, guys. It shows how I'm, you care. I'm begging you to listen to me. Um, I normally would wear jeans with a bit of stretch in them. So you'd get 34 jeans, 34 size, but they'd be stretch. And you think, oh, I'm size 34. But get into jeans where there's no stretch. You're not 34, mate. I'm definitely 35. No, you're not. You're 36. Like, I mean, the disgusting belly hanging out over the... There's nothing worse. You know, these like tiny spider legs with a big belly. Yes. Anyway. And so did you buy them to torture yourself and remind yourself No, I bought, I bought them. Constantly? Do you know why? Because I really got into the idea of, of, of the, this loomed high quality... Japanese uh, st- stuff and, and the way they, they dye them like 20 times in this indigo. So it, it has this beautiful fade over time. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, it's really done. And, and, and how it's loomed. Gravy. Selva. Anyway, there's no point. So, so, but anyway, so I was really into it. But, but by the time I came home after you had, you know, I felt like a, an embarrassing little Irish paddy who was over in London with a bit of money and didn't he get tricked by the English into <laughs> spending it all and fucking magic beans and a pair of pants. So and what an idiot. And the pants don't really fit you well and they accentuate your big belly and skinny legs. I'm sorry. I think I think I think you need to really try them on. Did you even try them on? Yeah, I did, Helen. Okay. I tried lots of them on. Okay. So my advice to Keep I guess to get to to the men because I think it's a feature of relationships that men are quite simple creatures. They get joy out of very simple things, and I think that drives women bonkers. And they see Hannah saw me. <laughs> with this, with this sort of, you know, with this, with this pep in my stride, this little, you know, little, and and she's, all, uh, you know, coming back. Oh, oh, really? I look like a villain. Have those jeans, bastard? But truly, so, well, well, whatever you my did, intention I cannot, yeah, your intention was to. Uh, inspire you to do better than just buy jeans 
Okay, so and requires a lot of concentration and commitment and maybe make me a hinge. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted you to be greater than two pairs of jeans and a pair of shirts. So but I got overboard and I got carried away. So in a way, I'm I'm sorry because in know, a way you're sorry, but in I another way sorry. you're you're not sorry at all. I, I, this big smile on your face. Because <laughs> you like, want, what do you want me to do? Like, one person can really make you not like your jeans. Oh yeah, one person. Yeah, you, who I've known for a long time. Yeah. So, uh, guys, down in the comment section, just uh, tell us whether you're Team Hannah or Team David. <laughs> oh, Would good... you go and buy uh, salvage jeans? Why are they called salvage and not salvage? What's that about? Uh, I think it's uh, a mispronunciation of self-edge. Okay. So they're made in such a way uh, that, that, that they're woven in a much tighter weave than normal jeans, Hannah? No, oh, I really? think that's it's better. That okay, well, sort of in a way that it doesn't end on the side, so it goes from the top to the bottom, the piece of material, I think. That's yeah. what I remember. So, uh, so I, I, always, I always tell people about my jacket when they're asking about it. It's, it's made with one thread. Yes. You can see the thread, but I have no idea what that means. It doesn't finish. It just goes yeah. all the way okay, from yeah. the top to the bottom. I, I say to people, yeah, it's made with one thread, and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't even okay, know what the thread on. is. They don't they know. <clears throat> Selvage is the name for the higher quality, harder to produce produce type of denim that is typically sold and worn unwashed so you have to learn not to wash your clothes every time so you wear them no you're supposed to not wash the jeans yes. no the first time you buy raw jeans you're supposed to put it in a, a slightly lukewarm water bath for about an hour let it drip dry when it's damp put it on and then it conforms to your body shape I'm so upset <laughs> because I'm so against so I feel so intensity. I really want to see it we should record it and see how you it can spot it on the cuffs of jeans the selvage the selvage in denim is usually white and often has a coloured yarn in the middle. If that yarn is red, it's called red line selvage, which you can read more about here. The technical term actually ought to be spelt, spelled self-edge. Why do I sound like Pat Kenny? The term refers to the self-finished edges on each side of fabric woven on shuttle looms. These edges... These edges don't fray or unravel. Yeah. But sure, what what when normal jeans don't fray or unravel anyway? No. <laughs> they do. They get rips and But oh okay, but why is it more expensive than normal denim? And is selfish denim better? Sorry to interrupt your reading, but we've found these products. Oh. What, 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 what is it saying? So the, the phone is talking to you. It's possessed. Da David's getting ads. <laughs> David's become an what? ad. There are two ways to weave. The shuttle is essential. I don't know. Well, just just find out which denim is made from one. The thread. tightly woven and durable edge can be included in the garment without additional processing. I, I, I think your clothes are getting too much airtime. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. And and are you gonna wear them? I really want to record you to put it when you're putting those jeans on because uh, I think um, it's going to be really hilarious yeah they look very baggy it's like quite um, it's like the modern style for like skateboarders and stuff like that but, you know like, but I, I don't think you could be skateboarding in those jeans I mean how would oh, you oh you'd be surprised you'd be surprised what the skateboarders wear okay I think because that's in that's in fashion the baggy jeans baggy jeans yeah are but in. they're stretchy there's always a little bit of stretch okay is selvage denim Better. Denim heads and industry people all agree that selvage denim fades better than non-selvage denim. The slower pace of shuttle looms puts less tension on the yarn. And it's a fact that shuttle looms tolerate more slab. David, you really bought into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. there is a story. And if you have a patience to listen to it, it's mm. really nice. No, but I'm putting myself to sleep. I'm talking about that, shall I? No. Anyway, uh, I, I'll ne I, I won't do that again. I can tell you that much. 
Well, I'm sure you're going to be going next time. And we, you're we, be I'll, I'll save up to silk. buy a fucking house and we'll be sitting in the house in our shite clothes just going, <laughs> isn't this great? I would, I, would sit, I would rather sit naked. But it's so funny, like, you know, oh, I, I think like I'm a semi-successful comedian, you know what I mean? But really, if you look at most people of my age, like, you know, they have normal jobs, but they're financially, they're much better off. <laughs> Like like your average dentist has a fucking giant house in fucking Rathgar. Oh yeah, oh but, yeah. Well, do you know and why? Tesla. I tell you, uh, oh. young people, if you're thinking, oh, I I, I don't want to be financially, uh, I want to be financially independent, and I want to be able to create wealth for myself, become a dentist. Oh yeah, dentist. Because one thing you can rely on is that Irish advisor. people have sh- Irish people have IT. Sh- interrupt me. Sorry. It's funny, you know, because um, you talk, you know, throughout, throughout life, you talk to a lot of people. And uh, you, a lot of times when you talk to very successful people or people who, you know, have a big house, they kind of say to you, I wish I spent more time having fun, mm. you know. And then when you talk to people who maybe haven't got a house or whatever, they say, I wish I spent more time making money, you know. So people are never kind of satisfied with what they have. Oh, well, I, I, you know, I could never have, you know... Uh, settled down when I was younger. It just wouldn't have happened. I'm very tired now because I just did a gig last night in Bantry. Bantry is a place where Ireland ends and the, Atla- and the Atlantic begins. And there's nothing between Bantry and the United States except a big, huge lump of water called the Atlantic. I don't think I'd ever been down to Bantry. Like it's, it, it took like where four... Where is it? It's, it's past Cork. It's south... It's, it's West Cork... So it's West West Cork, okay. Yeah, and and um, but um, so I played in a place called the Maritime Hotel. Nice venue, nice people, and all that. I said there was about two hundred people there, and um, you know, after the gig, look, I felt like, Ugh. but you know, it just made me realise that that my style of comedy is not for everyone, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there, there are people, there were people oh, in that God. show that clearly should not have been in that show. They should not have been there in the audience. So how and, did and, they end up there? Well, you know, um, somebody sent me uh, a message saying, "Should don't mind those fucking dry shites. <laughs> a lot of them, they'd just be curious and they'd be desperate to miss out and they'd just be nosy and just seeing, oh, this is shite. Is this what this is all about? What a load of rubbish. You know, so they'd be just going for that reason. Um, but, so but, but company then, bought but, them but, free tickets. But, but, but then, you know. Okay. Okay. But then, yeah, but, 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 uh, but the thing that is important to know as a comedian, I guess, or as a performer, you know, you, I get young comedians, maybe you should listen to this, that you get quite a- affected with the, uh, by people not liking you or being not into you or whatever. But, and I have to remind myself of this, that it's okay that people aren't into you be- simply because you are not for everyone. You're not everyone's cup of tea. Like there's loads of comedians that I just am very, ugh, not, you know, and there's certain comedians I could watch all the, like I'm thinking Sean Locke. I used to love watching him. Just anything he said, I just found him quite compelling. Mm. You know, Phil Kay, uh, people like that. I, I, I loved to watch, but there's lots of comedians who are who just, yeah. Um, there's some. There's a, there was a very good comedian actually I saw in um, Top Secret called Tom Ward, and he's one to watch. Very, very mm. funny dude, very imaginative. But all I'm trying to say is that it's okay that people don't like you, and they shouldn't fucking like you. And if you're trying to be all things to all people, you know you can't, mm. or, or you'd be so bland that just be, just be like whatever. Yeah. So, but but so it's it's important to 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 for me to be aware because I just realised that recently. I was actually talking to a guy in News Talk. What's his name? That he's 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 a host, Kieran or something. And I was trying, I was explaining that to him, and he was saying it sounds like that's a prepared statement. Do you know there's something about Irish journalists where they're always trying to ca- they're trying to catch you out. That's not how to have a fucking proper conversation, you fuck. With, with someone you don't have to yeah but aren't you say, listen just let's talk to each other a bit and you'll get whatever information I have I'm not going to lie to you I'm not holding back that sounds like 
if it is a prepared statement and it's a, well, isn't wouldn't you want that rather than somebody who hasn't got a fucking clue what he's saying? Yeah, it's called it's called it like and, and by the way, every politician you ever fucking talk to, they have their lines. <laughs> they have their lines that they were fed by their spin doctors. Well, look, the the, the blah 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 blah. <laughs> You know, whatever. Fuck me in the face, neck and arse with a leather duster. (laughs) What about that phenomenon of Mrs. Brown boys? Like... Well, there you go. That's a perfect. Yeah. Well, that, that's you would say that was the closest thing to what comedy being all things to. Like it would have the widest w- range of appeal. It's so that's so big that, in that England. would be family friendly. No, but you know, like obviously, comedy. You know, it's that's the spectrum. You'd have you know, like I have a niche audience, and then you'd have people who would have a bigger like. Well, although Joanne McNally has a very very big audience, it's amazing that she that 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 it seems like. There was a big sort of quiet, silent, breathing audience who were just waiting for somebody to to uh, somebody to represent them a little bit. Yeah. So I but I'd say that that audience can be tapped again and again and again. Like uh, there's a lot of female comedians who are very, very funny. Deirdre Kane is back is is having a renaissance. Uh, There was the girl we talked to. What was her name? Lindy. Emma Dorn. Emma Dorn, brilliant. Love Emma Dorn. Um, and there's uh, there's a there's a uh, who? Aideen McQueen. Oh yeah, yeah, Aideen McQueen. Yes. And she does comedy in Irish. She does comedy in Irish. So you know what I mean. How would you know if it's funny in Irish? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jack. That's worrying. That kind of question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Irish, you sure? <laughs> you know, that, that's why I'm laughing. It's so funny. I was listening to some woman uh, speaking about her local community. And she was in, in Irish. You know, and that is our language. And yet it is alien to me. And uh, that's sad, I guess. But, you know, it is, I, 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 you know, I've kind of maybe been traumatised uh, you know, because of the kind of people that speak Irish, you know, they make they make you not want to speak it a little bit. But it is the language that most most in most of my history, my ancestors would have spoken. Mm. And it is it is a <coughs> it's a lot warmer. It's a, it's a very warm language compared to English. Yeah, I I read the book uh, translated into. Into uh, into English from Irish, like directly, so it gives you an idea how oh, yeah. is it written. Um, what was it called? Um, twenty years of growing, like twenty years egg growing. You know, mm. doesn't sort of it's, it's got a different um, yeah like structure the, the way and the way grammar it's, like and, you'd say uh, I do be going to the shops. Yeah, that's how it's directly translated from Irish. So I, I am going to the shops. I do be going to the shops. Yeah, I does be going to the shops. And yes, and and we still do a lot of the time. We don't realize that a lot of our Irishisms mm. are actually. Um, it's like we're speaking English as a second language. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could just got our own kind of dialect a little mm. bit, you know. Mm. Our language was forbidden and stolen by. The British, and we paid a psychic price, and the deep sadness we pass from generation to generation. Yeah, it's called generational trauma. Generation. <coughs> this is actually nation trauma. It's not even generational, but also nation trauma, like collective. But I suppose you know we could, like, if you had a leader and everybody loved that leader of the country enough. You can put the nation into lockdown. We will not leave our houses until we relearn a language. And English will be forbidden. Yeah, Wouldn't that be funny? And you'd come idea. out of the house. Yes. You'd, you'd walk out of your house. How's it going? Fuck up. Get my chocolate in the wack of the corny in the chacks. Excuse me. <laughs> like if you started, like if you had a Stalin, like a Stalin figure here. 
and you killed a few English speakers. You'd be, they'd be speaking Irish quickly enough because yeah. people are very fucking compliant. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a, a couple of sneezes and people were like, <laughs> eh, put your mask on. And that other gobshite, Joe Duffy, he thought he was doing a big public service. Okay, wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. <laughs> oh, you're saving lives, Joe. <laughs> wash your hands, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your, uh, you know, I can't help myself. I have to, I have to be of public service. <laughs> service. <laughs> public service. Did you wash it? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hands. No, Joe. I fucking put my hands <laughs> up my arse and covered them in shit. Listen, if it wasn't for Joe Duffy, I don't know what I would have done. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like his radio show. I bet you Joe really Duffy doesn't even wash his hands after he goes for his p- p- piss. I think he does. You think he does? Why do you think he does? Because he's really polite, I think. <laughs> and like proper. Yeah. He follows the instructions of the government. His show's not bad either. I have to say, I enjoy it every I know, every because it's, it built, it's baked into your DNA to, yeah. to enjoy other people's <laughs> yeah. misery. But it's so funny, the tone change when uh, yeah. when some misery happens. It's oh, yeah. A real, it's a real intensity, you know? Yeah, no. He's, Everything's yeah. all light and then he, you know. Then he gets very vaginal. <laughs> It's like, you know, if somebody rings up, I know exactly what I want and I know that. Yeah, do you now? All right, fuck off now. Hello, Joe. And then you. Jesus. Anyway, anyway. Right. Who am I now? I don't know. Okay, what were you going to say? Oh, and this last one laughing is coming out as well. Oh, I'm very excited. I just want to see you walking around like a zombie making toasties. I just did you oh, put I'm, butter on there? I'm dreading. I'm oh, dreading. Did you make toasties? Listen, I, <laughs> listen. I was I was walking around like a fucking zombie, right? And 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 Jason Byrne was perfect. He was jumping around like like a like a like a spring ch- chicken. And you one, you know. But look, the point is. Oh yeah, and even in the even in the trailer, I was con- contractually obliged to share the trailer on my Instagram page, and. Uh, like I'm in it for like two seconds. <laughs> it's pretty bad, but anyway, look. It's better than nothing. Mm-mm, is it? I don't think so. At least they didn't cut you out. Yeah. <laughs> you have to always look at the full side of a glass. <laughs> what? <laughs> the full, oh, glass is half empty. Yeah, it's half. It's half full. It's like houses have built. <laughs> it's like ha- ha- you know, have houses have there. You know. Did you not sleep much last night? Or <laughs> what's wrong with you? Well, what's wrong with it? Should I see the doctor? Maybe it's a coronavirus. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so I just came back from Bantry, and uh, oh yeah, and it's four and a half hours to drive down there. Do you know what I mean? And four and a half hours there. And it's okay, I guess, on the motorway. But then you, the, the second you get off the motorway, there isn't just like a slightly not as good road. It's just fucked. <laughs> like you, you, and you're coming off the motorway at night time and you're going around this road. And of course, all the locals on that road know that road like the back of their hand. Although I, the back, I don't know the back. Anyway, they know, they know the road really very well. And they're dr- riding you up the hole trying to get past you, trying to pass you out, trying to overtake. And you're like... D- mate, we don't know this fucking local road. Get the fuck out! Get the fuck out of the way, you fucking jack in! Have to go home to get home. <laughs> get the fuck out of the way. 
like they're going a good six, 20 kilometers faster than non-local yeah. drivers. Gobshites. I mean, it's very mean-spirited. Like they, they'd know by the reg, they'd know by the reg that you're not from there. They're like, come on. Well, that's how you got me a ticket because I lent you a car and you were claiming that some local, I lent you a car about four years ago and you were driving and then you were claiming that some local was up your ass. And since then, didn't lend you a car ever again. So anyway, I'm very tired. I'm very tired. But you weren't driving. I know, but I'm tired anyway. Okay. <laughs> so you were a passenger. I was a passenger, yeah. I am yeah. a passenger. <laughs> yeah, go on. Right, and I right. <laughs> Jack, could you want to take it over? It's a beautiful song. I, I am love a passenger. It. It's a song I used to dance when I was uh, 19. I loved it. I didn't know what it was all about. Get it, get it, get it. Did you, did you sleep in the car, did you? No. <laughs> oh, you mean, yeah, I slept on the way down. All right. Yeah. You're just tired of being tired. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That reminds me when we were uh, driving back from uh, Sneem for Claire's wedding. And you were driving, you pulled over and had an hour nap on the motorway. <laughs> I did? Yeah, yeah, or like half an hour. Come on, let's see you dancing the way you used to dance. No, no, I mean, like Come what? On, just at on the, the chair. Alright, we got copyright strike. We got copyright strike. What do you mean? Because when you play copyright, well, we already have copyright music in our outro. I don't know. Someone uh, someone who knows about copywriting and all that, just give us a message under the... <laughs> give us a comment or something. <coughs> just to confirm our suspicions. Oh, yeah, and also we, we've got our... We're, we're going to do our podcast in Sea um, Church down in near Cove. Exciting. Yes. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> We have two months to prepare and get, uh, you know, pull up the socks. Mm-hmm. God, I'm so tired now. David's just not going to want to. He's just boring himself. He's not going to want to prepare, you know. He'll yeah. be like, I will just go and we'll do it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be up there like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Are we going to have it exactly like uh, this setup? Yeah. Well, like as, as close as I'm we can I'm not get. sure, actually. Shouldn't we get a, a guest? And he's just farting. That was a big one as well. And sneaky. How was it a bit? Was it a bit dangerous? No, no, no. Or was it like? Was it, was it an air? Because you, <laughs> you know sometimes you get to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, when's the last time you shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's, there's nothing worse than mm. than you know. Well, you can it can sometimes be a little bit and you catch yourself, but then sometimes where it's just a bit of hot lava coming out of your. <laughs> Bit of lava. <laughs> Has it ever run down your leg? <laughs> oh Jesus! I I must say <laughs> it was quite traumatic. I went to Morocco <laughs> and was at, at the breakfast table, and halfway through, Habibi, <laughs> I needed to go to bathroom. And you know, like you feel that urge, and there's mm. you, and then I'm running up the stairs, and you can't stop it. Yes, it's, it's, but it's funny. Down isn't it, when your you... legs, and I had to take it down in the shower and put it in the bag, and actually threw it out. <laughs> it's funny though, isn't it, when it's your so body nice. completely lets you down, and your body just goes, "Fuck it, no, now, boom." What, what did Benjamin have to say about you shit? And you said, "Oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a natural process. It make me like you more." <laughs> yeah, you were saying, oh, "Why didn't you wash those clothes? You know, you should have saved it." <laughs> Yeah, clothes that have been shat on. If you're an adult, <laughs> it just you're not going to wash them again because it's just it just that runny thing goes in the fabric, you know, between oh. the threads. So you would have to really sanitize them. Yeah, but it's funny with babies, you just clean their shit all again and again and again. Yeah, but babies. Are I like... shat myself in a taxi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what? In a taxi. Yeah. Where yeah. You, where, how come? Oh, yeah. I, I, it was it was the morning I was going to the airport and because um, oh it was really early oh. you know 
Oh, right. And, and uh, you, know, you, you didn't know, you stain know, so, the taxi. No, no, no. It's just like a little small, like a little, like, oh, yeah. like a little rabbit poo. Oh Christ! <laughs> just can a little. we just stop it? Can we? Can we do? Can we do? Um, can we do? Uh, uh, and that's why we're not laughing. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. And that's why we're not laughing with Hannah Andrews. So I had a dream. I had a dream last night. So in my dream, I was, you know, doing the podcast with my sons, Jack and Daniel, and I was really funny. And I could finish every sentence. And I was, you know, telling the story and it was from the beginning, middle and end. And you were there, David, and you didn't interrupt me. And at the end, Nicholas Cage gave me an award <laughs> for being <laughs> uh, for being a good sport. <laughs> Life worth living. <laughs> Jesus. I dream that love would never die. Is that your? Is that what's her name? Susie Boyle, number one, number one fan over here, Susan. Susan Boyle, yeah. Yeah. That would be my dream uh, guest here, Susan Boyle. Yeah. I would love to ask her some questions. Why? How come? Well, she just got a an, an angelic voice, and no one, uh, no one expected anything from her when she first took her took her steps up onto the X Factor okay, stage. I, I, okay, I'll be Susan. I know who to talk. Go on, go on, Jack. Ask me a question. Uh, Susan, when did you first discover your singing talent? I don't know. When I was very young, uh, people people always like like me. You know, when I sang. Uh, Susan, what's your favorite uh, food? Mm, whatever. <laughs> what? What? Uh, what? Did you ever try to pick up break dancing? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's quite mean, Jack. <laughs> no, okay, because I'm sorry. Because she's a little bit special. <laughs> She was. Oh, yes, she's still but alive. I, I love Susan Boyle. No, I, I think she's... Why do you love Susan Boyle? I, I like she's her as well. Like, I, I think you like have to prepare your questions better, Jack. Yeah, I got nervous because uh, I'm such a... Yeah, I, Susan Boyle's right here. Like, I know. That's, it's very nerve-wracking. I'm shy. No, I, 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 I think she was like amazing because like, it's, it's a story everybody likes. Like She's underdog. She doesn't look well. She, she looks like a bit overweight. And then she comes up and she sings well. Maybe not... Uh, well, I think she's beautiful, but... Jack what the fuck is wrong with Jack all of a sudden? <laughs> Boyle. But Jack, Jack actually got nervous when you became Susan Boyle. <laughs> like he, yeah. he started. I can't help it. Uncontrollable, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Imagine uh, your life turns out like you say something like you're, you know, going to the shop or whatever, and then someone yells out "cut," and it turns out you were Gary Oldman the whole time. <laughs> that's that's how good of an actor Gary Oldman is. Well, that's a good way of describing how how deep into his uh, acting process he is. Yeah, I saw that online. That was what do you mean? Oh, you, oh, somebody described that. Yeah, yeah, somebody posted that online. I thought I thought it was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> There's a few moments, uh, Gary Oldman. There was there was a it, there was a film with Denzel Washington, and Gary Oldman was playing this guy who wanted to get his hands on uh, the Bible because he didn't want. He didn't want people to to read the Bible because he'd lose control of the village. But there was a moment in the film where some guy says something stupid to Gary Oldman, and he he Gary Oldman just gave this guy such a withering look. He was just he's 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 a he's a very very good actor. Mm. Wasn't when he's on the, his game. Yeah, he's, he he just has. I don't know. Nailed by mouth wasn't him. No 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 the. the that wasn't him, no. That no. was that was uh, you know the that, book of Eli, was it? The big book of Eli, yeah. No, uh, the the, what was the that? it was uh, that it, Neil Bar is yeah, he's uh, that guy. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, uh, Ray Winston. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wasn't Gary Oldman then? Mm, no, I mean he might have. No, there was there two was guys another, in it. Another, yeah, I think. Okay, can you 
check. Oh, I'm gonna check because if actually I've been watching a series with Gary Oldman and it's called Slow Horses. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's very good. Like Gary is really like he's really good in it. Uh, yeah. he's like he portrays this kind of drunken kind of uh, head of a misfit organization in MI five, and uh, yeah, he just plays this really good character like a cop is he yeah he's kind of like in charge of slough house which is like takes charge of all the shitty cases or whatever. okay yeah. i'll have to have a look at that yeah, yeah, worth uh, worth looking at yeah i think I mean, and it's funny just, just for gary like you know yeah 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 uh, you, you you feel so familiar it's not gary oldman anymore it's just gary gary yeah. Gary. Gary. Oh, listen, Gaz, by mouth, I knew it. It's a 1997 drama film portrayed, blah, 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 blah. It was Gary Oldman's debut as a writer and director, and it was also produced oh, by r- Oldman. Okay, so, so, so directed, but not he wasn't in it, though. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah, I but saw, I knew there was something to... to I saw an interview with Gary Oldman because, uh, you know, uh, uh, apparently he's, he's also an alcoholic, and he was... he mm. kind of, And it was one of those things um, that str- rang a bell in my head because I was drinking at the time, and he said, yeah, it was funny, you know, when I stopped drinking, uh, things started to get better. You know, funny that, isn't it? You know, yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's probably... Uh, his, so it's, it's once he started drinking, his career started to take mm. off. My career sort of, kind of, yeah, t- it sort of takes off, and then it stays, and thinks, no, no, let's stay where we are. No, anyway, listen, I can't complain. I mean, I could be doing a lot better, could be doing a lot worse, but um, definitely... All these gigs that I'm doing, they're all, they are selling out, which is very fucking exciting. Yeah. I, I have to say it was very mm. exciting to go down to Bantry and see this big full room, 200 people. It's a lot of people. And then, and then after the gig, just that <laughs> yeah, yeah. feeling. Uh. No, but I mean, like if you had a flight, you know, like two, you, know you, you, mm. you go to a flight and there's 200 people in the flight. Look at how long that queue is. They're all yeah. getting in, you know, checking in. And they're all going on the McSavage plane. Yeah, no, it's good. And it's there'll good. be there'll be some turbulence, says you. But you're look at we'll take you we'll take you back <laughs> safely. safely. Safely, there might be some people who want to parachute out of the plane. We let you on in on the plane. We don't want to reject you. It's a good way actually to think of a gig that that you're like the pilot and you want them to feel safe, but also excite them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Open the cage, Daniel. Trivia right. about Nicholas Cage, right. nothing trivial. Okay. Yeah, so New Year, New Cage. The same old cage, really. New Year, New Cage. New me, New Cage, New me. No, well, I actually watched his movie Dream Scenario. Okay. And I actually thought it was, it was like a really good film, like... His performance is like it's 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 understated. Like you know, it's he doesn't usually he doesn't go histrionic. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's he's very he he plays it down, but in in a good way. It's like it's almost like boring the way he's acting, but it's like entertaining to watch. Like how because he he appears in everyone's dream, and then he goes through this like fame, and then the. But then things start taking a turn for the worst, and that's the the, the hilarious tragedy within it. So I I think yeah, it's very, it's very enjoyable. Like you know. Yeah, I I watched it as well, and I thought it was it was pretty good. It was I I didn't fall asleep. I was you know <laughs> I pay attention. So Nicholas Cage is 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 on a charge. He's he's having a a, a reconnaissance. Yes. Yeah, and and you know he plays this really boring middle-aged guy with no ambitions really um, he has ambition but he, he doesn't do anything towards it yeah, mm. like in the story he wants to write a book and he says yeah i'm writing a book like you know but, but he's they, not. he hasn't started it or mm. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah like all the the irish writers that are all over the place just the belief that you have a great work inside you sustains you until you're dead <laughs> <laughs> and he's not attractive he's uh, like bald with the hair sticking yeah, yeah, glasses like right. he's He's really not attractive. Mm. Um, okay. That's what he'd look like if he wasn't rich, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. The money gives you looks and a lot of sal- salvage clothes and you can... You see you see, you see, see, David in two years when he's like really flying. He'll be like, you know, yeah. he's like 10 years younger. 
He be like entourage around him. I, I actually believe that that would happen. He'd be just like, you know, this is a personal assistant. This is a masseuse. This is a, you know, a I'd have definitely have the one of the, those, those, sorry, uh, ladyboy lady masseuses. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they had their strong girl. <laughs> then ladies. Who okay. aren't boys? <laughs> um, uh, c- c- convenience corner. Convenience. <laughs> uh, well, today on uh, convenience corner. Conspiracy corner. Well, it's quite a convenient conspiracy, especially for you, David. What if <laughs> hell wasn't exactly what we think it is? What if you don't burn in the fires of hell? What if it's just another place? For people who just don't want to conform to the rules of heaven. Because have you ever thought about it? Like, if you go up to heaven, right? And it would be like, you can imagine it would be quite boring and like kind of vanilla. Mm. You know, because everyone's like, you know, got to be nice. You know? Well, it's so funny because nobody ever, you know, when you're young, you never, you know, when you're brought up in Catholicism or any type of religion and you're promised paradise after death. But people don't tend to question after you know they just say oh you go to heaven okay well what, what what's the first day like what, what can we know some details about this place that you're assuring <laughs> us that we will go to if we follow the rules like what will it be will you have the gates of heaven saint peter mm-hmm. so like, you, like can you listen to uh, rock and roll in heaven you know yeah. what I mean? like can you listen to uh, biggie small saying yo smack my Oh. Yeah, yeah. In other words, um, so you know, you see, so you go up, you got clouds, you go up to the gate. Saint Peter but says, "It's a human perspective." Hello, when welcome into heaven. So then you're in heaven. You know, you're going on. Oh, I've just arrived. Oh, how you doing? What, we're, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing today? Oh, uh, you know, we're just love. We're really good. It's you like know? it's like a yoga retreat and yeah. a never-ending yoga retreat, which, which is hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then so hell would be like uh, you know like uh, going to the red light district. You know, oh, yeah. I, I, think, I think heaven is meant to be like technically it's meant to be like paradise. So it's all the amazing things you can't even imagine but that's what it's the pauper will have a big house in heaven (laughs) the soul doesn't need a house the poor lonely man who shuffles around for a fucking lifetime (laughs) and who can't rub two beans together will (laughs) ascend into heaven and live in the glorious golden fucking thing imagine i go uh, yeah oh yeah there are some other hello man who shuffled around all his life here's your golden house Okay, but thanks. Okay, but you know, I know religion who offers like twelve virgins. Mm. Maybe that's better. No, yeah. that's that's a bit low. That number, you know. Oh yeah. Can you imagine if you did have like four, forty virgins, and you'd be in heaven, you know, and you'd just be going, "Hello, hi, hello, 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 hello." Oh no, that's a guy. Hello, 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 hello. Twenty-one, twenty-three, twenty-four. Hi, hi, twenty-seven, thirty-nine. Forty, okay. Um, but could everyone the just soul pop their clothes have off genitals? and just pop your clothes off? They don't have bodies. I'm on a premise here. Could you pop your clothes off? Thank you. Can you just all walk past me? Mm-hmm. Just going to take a note. <laughs> <laughs> Number. I'm just going to call you numbers for the time being, and then we'll get to know each other. Number one, number two, number three, number four. Definitely. And then you'd rate them. I said rate. Oh, God, that's terrible. You see, I tried to save you, David. You're going nowhere. And what that conspiracy? It's just like I don't get it. Who come up with that bullshit? What? What do you mean? It's like if if because uh, hell is in um, prison. Hell, you know. <laughs> um, you know, because because hell is a part of the real Christian Christianity. Yeah, but I thought like, hell is on earth. No, 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 no. You got it all wrong. No, <laughs> got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. No, 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 no. no, he- he- no. Do you know what hell is? No, he- hell is hell the- is other people. But yeah, but but because because you know Everything if you're if you're following if you're earth. following Christianity the, the rules of Jesus you know you can't you, you know you can have a bit of wine but you can't get drunk right you can't do drugs you can't listen to uh out there music you know you you gotta toe the line you know so you can imagine and don't, so don't throw out you can't do drugs so so you know don't be doing drugs they don't suit you they don't okay suit whatever you, 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 yeah but that's not the point you know you're just like you're like bill o'reilly you know 
Okay, look. Uh, I remember <laughs> when I was a, a kid. Sorry, Jack. I, I, I was thinking of what I was going to say rather than listening to you. I'm just a bad podcaster. Yes. Oh, we're going to fire you, David, soon. So I'm just so tired now. It's just come over me. Um, well, I just have to tell you, I heard the definition of hell when I was growing up. I think it was in a film and there was this priest talking to these young kids. Um, hell <laughs> is this, you know, hell is punishment. Let me tell you how bad hell is. If you are bad and when you die, hell is for eternity. If you don't understand that, imagine a steel ball a thousand times bigger than the sun. And every 1,000 years, a little sparrow flies past that steel sphere and brushes its wings against it. For the time it takes that steel ball to wear down into nothingness, you'll <laughs> still be screaming for unconsciousness in the fires of hell. <laughs> I don't think kids would understand that. No, but it's madness. It, li it listen, is listen. pure madness. No, and, and I, was I was on the Tommy to... Oh, no, okay. What I'm just trying to say is that... Uh, I did have, uh, you know, an understanding. Like, I'm a father, and no matter what my boys did, I would never want them to be in hell or suffer. So if God is supposed to be our father, which he is, apparently, because we all say our father, you know, he doesn't want us to suffer. So I don't believe in the hell thing. It's, no, it's, yeah, but that's, the, that's the point. Yeah. What if it wasn't actually oh, but a bad place? What if, you know, just the love of yeah, but, but know, also, and he just made a different place also, that you can do whatever you want? But it's the only way you can make people compliant. Look at, look at, look at uh, uh, COVID. You oh, know, all of a sudden you're coming on with COVID. I mean, well, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. that's the true thing. You really regret no, that, that you get a vaccine. You know why? Because... It actually makes you uh, makes your just... immune system. No, it's true, lowers. David. It's true, David. When and when when everyone was like, uh, you know, on the you know on one side, like real strong, you were like, uh, yeah, 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 like I, I don't care. And now that everyone else has kind of you know been like, well, maybe it's not so. I was always effective, I was know? always saying how how people are so compliant, but. <laughs> if Were you you're talking ha about yourself? If you're dangling that kind of shit over people's head, i.e., hell. It makes people compliant and then they're afraid to. So so it's just a way of getting people to go along with what you want them to believe in, i.e. the Catholic Church, which, you know, they, they line their own pockets. They they go on about how great poverty is on, on the one hand, but meanwhile they hoard wealth and live in big, huge palaces. And we're, Secret lovers. Yeah, so f fuck oh all that. Oh my god, they do some other shit. It, it's fun. It's. I mean, it's not funny, but it's, I mean, it's. It is kind of funny, ironic when you go to like a third world country or something, and uh, you know where everyone's living in kind of like really um, ter. You know, like not not terrible, but they're not nice living conditions. You know, like five people in one room or whatever, and then it's a Christian place or a Muslim place, and you see the church or the mosque, and it's like. The most amazing thing you've ever seen and everyone's mm. just living and it could fit, fit about seven families eight families comfortably and mm. then everyone's living in such little tight cramped spaces yeah yeah because we love to believe in things that uh, that don't exist what what is we have no respect for um i just want to apologize for being so tired and uh, we have to do another podcast very soon um, I think we've had an interesting discussion, uh, my two sons, uh, Hannah, we've talked about uh, hell is in fact not as bad as you would think. In fact, it probably doesn't even... <laughs> Might be fact, even better. It definitely doesn't exist. So that is amazingly good news. And, and, and honestly, <laughs> I believe that, no, I, I know it. So anybody who has any worry, and you're a believer of the Catholicism and all that, you pro I promise you, even if you're the biggest cunt in the world, you will never be in hell for eternity. And so that get, that must make you hate yourself less. You, so you, things aren't as bad as you thought they were, you know, and, and you found that out by listening and watching this podcast. That's amazing news. Also, Daniel, great news about uh, Nicolas Cage. He's, he's, you know, 2024 is going to be a big year. Hannah, you've let a lot of people down. Mm, as usual. Okay. But we'll see you all again next week. Thank you, Jack and Daniel and Hannah. <laughs>
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 